Hello, everyone, and welcome to Rain and Fruit Podcast. This episode is titled, What Are We Trusting? I feel like we are living in a time where we have to know where we stand, what we're putting our trust in. Um, The world has been full of crazy for years, but I feel like at this time in particular, we have to look at what we're putting our trust in. What is our foundation, and is it a sturdy one? You know what I mean? So we're going to go ahead and get into this. Um, First and foremost, I want to... just put it out there that this episode is not to spread fear in any way, shape, or form. I don't think it takes much to see the darkness in this world, but when we're faced with shakiness or obstacles, what will we use to overcome? Are we trusting in ourselves? Are we trusting in other people? What are we doing to make sure that our overall health is well? And um, how can we take care of our soul in a time like this that we have the privilege of living in? Okay, so last episode, I said that love is the key ingredient to our growth spiritually and that we cannot get that outside of God because he is love, right? Well, the same way that we need him to grow is the same way that we can rely on him during hard times to tend to our minds, especially when it feels like everything around us is out of our own control. Um, Not only can he maintain our joy, but he can use whatever it is we're going through to bring us out on the other side, um, bring us through and leave us better than we were before we went through whatever, whatever trouble. So I think that that is so important because we, we do know that we have God on our side, like no matter what we're faced with in this lifetime, he's right there. So this is one of the things I love about God because he doesn't waste anything. Like he can even use our own mistakes for good. And I just feel like that's so, that's so nice to know. (laughs) Um, So why am I making this episode? Well, the goal of this episode is to provide a little encouragement to everyone that no matter what you're going through, no matter how small or big the issue is considered to be, we have a love and power far greater than us to rest in. And this isn't a lazy rest either, but it's, it's a confidence that we will indeed be all right. Even when things don't go to plan, we will be all right because of who we're trusting in. So I want to kind of lay the foundation with three questions throughout this episode. So the three questions are who are we trusting in? Can what we're trusting in benefit our soul? And what will the outcome be of us placing our trust in this thing? So I'm, myself included, going to ask myself these three questions, but I feel like we should just all ask ourselves these questions to begin. So I'll say them real fast again. Who are we trusting in? Can what we're trusting in benefit our soul? And what will the outcome be of us placing our trust in this thing? Okay, so the first question, let's just (laughs) address it. Let's get into it. Who are we trusting in? Um, Whenever, I just want to say this, like, Whenever we assign a job to something that we're created to rely solely on God for, it can become an idol. So what does that mean? For example, if we're seeking comfort and try to get that from a source outside of God, whether it's from food or from smoking or from a person's validation of you, whatever it may be, it's not bringing us closer to God, but instead it's bringing us closer to whatever that thing is, which nine times out of 10 won't bring us where we need to be because newness comes from God. So he makes all things new. So we are not going to find the new and improved version of ourselves that we're looking for by eating our trauma away, by uh, trying to feel numb to that trauma. We, We have to deal with it and bring it before God, the one who makes all things new. These things that we that we seek don't necessarily make things new. They just kind of prolong the issue and distract us from the real 
the real issue, the real problem that we are trying to overcome. You know what I mean? So a rule of thumb for who are we trusting in? If whatever we're putting our trust in is temporary and will pass away right along with this earth, maybe we should reevaluate what we're placing value in. And I say this to myself as well because I found myself stressed over silly things that truly don't even matter at the end of the day and still won't after it's all said and done. Like, I've mentioned this before, but I used to stress myself out trying to get like perfect scores on things and just like I I put unnecessary pressure on myself when in reality, when it's all said and done, nobody's going to look at me and be like, you know what, how many, how many 100% did you get? How many times did you do this perfectly? Like, it's not, it's not like that. So um, if whatever we're putting our trust in is temporary and will pass away, maybe we should reevaluate what we're placing our value in and putting our trust in. Um, a scripture goes along with this, and it's Psalm 27, and it says, Some trust in chariots and some in horses, but we will remember and trust in the name of the Lord our God. So that just speaks volumes to what I was saying with the, the if what we're putting our trust in is temporary, because God is forever. This world is going to be gone. <laughs> Whatever we're using to um, overcome in our own minds like what I was saying with the comfort food and the comfort from people's validation of you whatever it is that's all going to be gone but God is still going to be there so what will we have to bring to him so who are we trusting in (laughs) let's evaluate that um and see what our answer brings us and if it's temporary or not okay so moving on to the second question can what we're trusting in benefit our soul The reason why this is such an important question to ask ourselves is because we, our soul is where a lot of stuff has happened. Our soul is where our mind is operating in. So if we're carrying trauma and we're carrying what we've been through and we're carrying unforgiveness and we're carrying like all of these things, we have to make sure that our soul has more light than darkness and light comes from God. So the reason why relying on something other than God for things such as comfort or healing or freedom from negative things can be dangerous is because if we're not bringing ourselves closer to light, which is God, then the opposite would be darkness. So relying on something other than light to clear us of our darkness will just keep us living in it and with darkness. So I mentioned earlier, but someone, for example, relying on food for comfort. This works the same way if someone were maybe seeking healing, which comes from the Holy Spirit and turns to something other than him. Now, I'm not talking about natural remedies and medicines and logical solutions to sicknesses, but especially for soul healing and things that, you know, those wounds, childhood trauma, whatever, heartbreak, whatever it may be. We have to be careful what we're turning to because some things can leave us with more mess in exchange for what we may think is healed. So if we're turning to things like psychics and mediums, um, crystals, tarot card readings, Reiki, or any other spiritual healing that isn't allowing the Holy Spirit to come in and do his work in us, then it's not from God. So this is why we have to be careful what we're relying on to benefit our soul and ask if it's really doing that or not. The other day I was listening to this video of this guy who was a psychic and he said that he he couldn't control the energies, which are spirits, that came into him while doing the readings. Like he, when you communicate with darkness, you open a door to yourself and you cannot control what decides to come in. Like you don't have say over that. So this is why accessing the spiritual realm without the guidance and protection of God's holy and all powerful spirit is dangerous. By doing so, people are literally just opening themselves up for unwanted spirits to come into their souls. And it's not like people just do these things for fun. Like a lot of time people seek mediums and psychics and use these methods 
because of deep trauma that they've experienced. So I'm not kicking anyone while they're down for wanting to be better from wanting better for themselves or anything, but you cannot get better outside of God. You cannot get new outside of God. You cannot get healing outside of God. The other things only make us feel better for a moment in exchange for more issues and darkness coming into our soul as a result. And I just, this isn't to scare anyone, but with the new age practices seeming to be so trendy, I think it's worth warning others about the possible consequences of them. This isn't me speaking against people either. It's me speaking against the practices that allow more darkness in. And this isn't just me as a Christian speaking against these things. Like I've seen people who wouldn't identify as a Christian throwing their crystals away and moving far from these things because they have realized the unwanted consequences to accessing the spiritual realm without God's guidance. It's, it's, not benefiting to our souls because when the door is open, we cannot pick and choose what enters our home or our soul. So this is how people walk around with dark, unwanted thoughts or feelings. It's not always because of things like this, but dabbling in anything spiritual without the guidance of the Holy Spirit automatically becomes risky for what we're allowing in us and to rule us and to be in our soul. You know what I mean? So um, we are living in a physical world, but the spiritual realm is very much present and should be our first concern since the physical will pass away, but our spirits will live on. So there are two sides to the spiritual realm. There's light and darkness and that which comes from God and that which comes from the enemy. So almost everything God has, the enemy has a counterfeit of. So God came to give us life and give it to us more abundantly and the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. So even though we, it may look like a solution, it may look like the good thing to do, we have to ask ourselves, is what we're trusting in benefiting our soul? Or is it leaving us with more mess in exchange for a temporary fix? So that then brings us to the third and final question. Um, what will the outcome be of us placing our trust in this thing? Will it leave us better off? Will it will it help us to not only get through whatever we're facing, but to also come out better on the other side of the situation? We have to we have to ask ourselves what will the outcome be of us placing our trust in this thing? So, if we place our trust in God, what is the outcome? Like, what what will happen then? Well, all of Psalm ninety one, <laughs> we can look at all of Psalm ninety one. It's literally titled security of the one who trusts in the Lord. So I'm going to read a little bit of it. I don't know if I'm going to read the whole thing or not, but it's not very long at all. So feel free to go to Psalm 91 anytime that you want to, but it's called security of the one who trusts in the Lord. So he who dwells in the shelter of the most high will remain secure and rest in the shadow of the almighty. That alone just sets the whole tone for the rest of the uh, chapter because no matter what we're facing, if we're able to dwell in the shelter of the Most High, if we're able to trust Him with everything that we have, we will remain secure and rest because we're in the, His shadow. Nothing can harm us. Nothing can nothing can pluck us from Him. Nothing can um, stop what He's doing when we're submitted to Him. Verse 2, I will save the Lord. He is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. For he will save you from the trap of the fowler and from the deadly pestilence, and he will cover you and pro completely protect you with his pinions, and under his wings you will find refuge, his faithfulness as a shield and a wall. You will not be afraid of the terror of night, nor of the arrow that flies by day, nor of the pestilence that stalks in darkness, nor of the destruction that lays waste at noon. A thousand may fall at your side and ten thousand at your right hand, but danger will not come near you. You will only... Look on with your eyes and witness the repayment of the wicked. Because you have made the Lord my refuge, even the most high, your dwelling place, no evil will befall you, nor will any plague come near your tent. 
For he will command his angels in regard to you to protect and defend and guard you in all your ways. They will lift you up in their hands so that you do not strike your foot against a stone. You will tread upon the lion and cobra, the young lion and the serpent you will trample underfoot. Because he set his love on me, therefore I will save him. I will set him on high because he knows my name. He will call upon me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will rescue him and honor him. With a long life, I will satisfy him and I will let him see my salvation. So that was all of Psalm 91. But even in that, we can see all of the benefits of trusting in God. So when we come to that third question of what will the outcome be of us placing our trust in this thing? If it's God, then that will be the outcome. (laughs) All of what I just read. So there's a security. There's a... um, a good investment that we make into ourselves by placing our trust in God rather than anything else. Not even ourselves. Like we can't even trust ourselves like that, y'all. We we really have to put our trust in God. We really have to surrender to him fully to see good work be done in our lives because we, we can't do it alone. We just can't. So um, another thing that I wanted to read really quickly is Romans 5, 3 through 5. And it says, And not only this, but let us exalt in our sufferings and rejoice in our hardships, knowing that hardship produces patient endurance, and endurance proven character, and proven character, hope and confident assurance. So all of these things that I just read as well <clears throat> will be the outcome of us placing our trust in God rather than in ourself. Because when we have hardships and hard times, you can we can see them even though we may not want to in the moment, we can see them as opportunities to not only grow, but to grow closer to God, to make it out on the other side. And you say, you know what? This is what God did for me in this time. Yeah, it was hard when I was in it, but he, his, his faithfulness is still here. He's still him. He's still good. He brought me out on the other side and I'm happy that I went through it. Would I have gone through it if I knew before ahead of time? Probably not. I probably wouldn't have chosen that. But I'm so happy that I did because he was with me. He was with me every step of the way. He was with me holding my hand through this healing journey. He was with me holding my hand through that heartbreak. He was with me holding my hand through X, Y, Z. You see what I mean? So it's not that obstacles won't happen, but when we have good on our side, we we have more hope, we have more joy, we have more everything that we need in order to get through whatever it is and bring us out better than we were before we were faced with any challenge or obstacle. So I think that that is just, oh my gosh, like <laughs> what are we trusting in? Because if, we're, if it's not him, then what are our benefits? What will the outcome be of us placing our trust in this thing? So That Psalm 91 and Romans 5 are definitely chapters that are worth, I think, meditating on. Um, Just really having them in our hearts to remind us where our trust should be and what what our outcome will be as a result of putting it in God. So still going along with the same question of what will the outcome be of of us placing our trust in this thing. um, We have to, again, look at what we're, if what we're placing our trust in is temporary, If it's temporary, how can it benefit us as spiritual beings? Because our spirits will live on forever. So if it's temporary, how can the outcome be promising to us? We're spiritual beings in physical bodies. So when the physical bodies aren't there anymore, what will our spirit be able to say we placed our trust in? Will it have left us with a good outcome? So we, it's important that we look at this. 2 Corinthians 4.18 says, So we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are unseen, for the things which are visible are temporal, fleeting, but the things which are invisible are everlasting and imperishable. 
that means that it doesn't go bad. That means that it's forever. It's eternal. It's beyond our comprehension of even what we understand as eternity. You know what I mean? Imperishable, everlasting. We can't measure that by ourselves. Like it's eternity. So we have to make sure that we're making good investments in where we're putting our trust in. Is it um, reliable? Can it help us even after our bodies aren't here? Can it help us forever? So when we're trusting in someone who knows the end from the beginning and is eternal himself, it makes our temporary obstacles a little less difficult. It gives us hope that everything will be all right because as children of God, we know that all things are working together for good, right? We know that if we trust in God and rely confidently in him with all of our heart and acknowledge and recognize him, he will make our path straight and smooth. So we we can't walk by our own understanding of things. We can't walk by our own feelings of things. We have to trust fully in God and he will bring us right where we need to be. So I just, I feel like this episode was so important to make, not only for others, but for myself, because we have to evaluate what we're placing our trust in. And if it's beneficial to us overall, like, I don't know. I just, it's very important that we are putting, we're prioritizing what needs to be first in our lives and I've talked about this as well but there's such a busy work culture now where you just work 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 and there's nothing wrong with productivity there's nothing wrong with having a job there's nothing wrong with any of these things but what are we placing our trust in are we placing our trust in that in that job for money are we placing our trust in um money period (laughs) are we placing our trust in whatever it is if it's not God at the center of it Is it benefiting us? Is it helping us? Will it help us after this is over with? What are we placing our trust in? So I love you all. I hope that you all have an amazing rest of your day, whatever time you're listening to this from. Um, If you have any questions, remember you can either DM on Rain and Fruit Instagram account, which is rain underscore and underscore fruit, or submit a question to the section on the podcast website, which is rainandfruit.com under the about us section. So anyway, I love you all. I hope that you have an amazing rest of your day. Remember to evaluate what you're trusting in. I love you all. I hope that you have an amazing day. And I will talk to you on the next episode of Rain and Fruit Podcast.